Hello, this is Rob and Mike from the McClellan Financial Group of Asante Capital Management, and this is Think Smart with TMFG. Today on Think Smart with TMFG, Mike and I are going to be discussing why we are always making financial decisions. Mike, you know, I've met a lot of people that, you know, they, they hate finances and money and money discussions and, and all of that. And, and yet what I find in the course of just living your life is that you're always having to make financial decisions. Even if you don't want to be making financial decisions, you're, you're making financial decisions. Big ones, little ones, but they're always going to be decisions and they're going to affect your future in some way, right? Well, you just came into my office and you said, you know, I'm not sure I should be buying used cars for my kids because I just got a $2,500, $3,000 repair bill. And I would have been better to lease a car for them for, you know, $500 a month. Yeah, it's funny. You start to always do the math afterwards, don't you? <laughs> it would have made more sense to do that math beforehand. But once I get the bill and it's too late, now I'm reworking my math. Um, so it got me thinking. So as many of our, our clients know, and, and of those who don't, I have been rebuilding our family cottage. And so this summer we've been staying in our guest cabin. So, uh, you know, that's been interesting. And I decided to, to, to do this. It's fairly expensive. And I didn't want to sell any assets to pay for it. So I decided I'm going to pay for it out of cash flow over the next five years. And so what I did is I thought, you know, I'll take out a mortgages over five years. Now, I didn't need all the money at once because you'd start, when you're building, you sort of have to pay every month for about a year. And so, you know, I decided I'd do the mortgages in, in incremental. So I decided with three mortgages. So I started with my first mortgage. Um, I decided to go variable. Okay, interest rates were cheap when I took it out. I took it out in, uh, I think it was November of 2021. So interest rates were still relatively cheap. I got probably the lowest rate you could get, but it's variable. And what's happened since then is interest rates have gone up. Now, so, you know, I sort of thought interest rates may go up. I thought there was that risk. So I built into my calculation that interest rates may go up 2%. Well, we're already past that. So I've got financial decisions to make now. Now I have three mortgages. They're all variable. Each rate is higher than the last one because the bank decided to charge me more. And now I'm deciding whether to lock in or not lock in. It's tricky decisions because historically speaking, when you use the evidence, variable generally beats locking in. And you always want to go against that because you feel there's a time. Interesting thing that I find, though, is what people forget to include, everyone thinks variable and locked in are the same rate. Variable is a lot cheaper than locked in. So even if you go to lock in now, you're paying a lot more than your variable rate. So you're still going to discount by being the variable rate. Even the variable rates now aren't much higher than locked in rates you would have got a year ago. Because locked in rates, they were, you know, they were saying mortgage were something like 1.3%. But if you want a locked in mortgage, you weren't getting 1.3% anymore. They started a lot higher there too. So a lot of times you just go off evidence, right? Well, the the variable rate at the time in the initial one was one and a half percent. The locked in rate was closer to three percent. Yeah. So I just thought I was fine. Now the variable rate's almost four percent and the locked in rate's close to six percent. But you it, saved one and a half percent over the last year and a half, right? I did. So you gotta put that yeah. into the calculation as well. Other decisions. So, you know, um, we're going to get a new TV set. 
but we don't need it until November, December. So do I buy it now? I, I went online. I went on Amazon. There's some TVs on sale. Do I buy it now? But then I got to put it in storage. Well, storage is, our storage rates just went up. We have three storage units for all our old furniture. And you it, buy a new TV now, by the time you get out of storage, it's going to be an old TV. It could be an old TV. Without technology changes. And, and what do we do with these storage bins? They just increase the price of the storage units 30%. I find when I go to Costco and look at TVs, it always blows me away. They all look the same. One's $598, one is $3,000, and they look exactly the same to me. They do. Which one do you buy? <laughs> I buy the $598 one. I know you do. <laughs> and you regret it later when you come over to my house and you see I bought the $3,000 one. <laughs> what else? You know, I, I think of my, my wife's due to get a new car. Our car is five years old. We're starting to get lots of repair issues. It's expensive. Should we sell investments? Should we take out a, a, a loan? Should we lease it? Again, more financial decisions. We want to take a family trip at Christmas. Should we pre-book it now? Should we wait? Are prices going to come down? All these things are all financial decisions. What about small decisions? What are some of the small decisions that we make every single day? Oh, just eating out. Think about it. You're... Last night I was going to, I had all set to cook dinner and then I was out for a walk and the walk ended up talking to some people and all of a sudden it became 7.30. I thought, do I want to start cooking at 7.30 or do I want to pay a little bit extra and just go have someone cook for me? And of course I chose to have someone cook for me, but they're all financial decisions. It's going to cost you probably twice as much to eat out as to eat at home, but there's a bit of ease in, uh, ease in life in there involved too. So you're willing to pay for that. You mentioned to me today, we were, Mike and I go to Tim Hortons, which is how these podcasts started way back when. And we were at Tim Hortons and we were ordering our, our, our lunch. And you said you've decided to boycott Subway because it's too expensive now because it's gone over $12. Yeah. But you're always making those decisions. So you made a decision there to not go to Subway anymore because it's more expensive than Tim Hortons. So you can just as easily go to Tim's. I remember 15, 10, 15 years ago, I used to have that $5 roof for lunch. I, I hated to spend over $5 on my lunch, and I've had to up that to $10. Tim's is actually pretty reasonable. You can get out of Tim's for about six, six, seven bucks, which is pretty good. But last time I was at Subway, if you order a sub and a drink and you're $12, $13 for lunch, that used to be my dinner price. <laughs> That's inflation. Yeah, it happens. You know, even uh, we were just talking about this, you go to the grocery store and just bags, like, uh, when they originally come up with this idea, and I know it's good for the environment on uh, doing bags, it was a five cent charge. I remember when they first did it, they gave you nice bags too. They give you these good sturdy bags. And I thought, ah, oh, that's not bad. But everything with time, of course, it sets in. Now Walmart doesn't have the plastic bags anymore. They only have these fabric ones, which seems to go against the purpose because they seem harder to get rid of than anything else. I don't know what to do with them after I bring them home. They charge you 35 cents a bag. They're not that big. They don't hold that much. And they have no other options when you're in the store. There's no boxes to put them in. And every time, because they're so, they're, they're branded with a big Walmart thing, I don't feel like carrying them to other stores. So <laughs> I don't keep them, I don't walk around with them in my car. So every time I go to Walmart, I have to buy more of these 35 cent bags and then throw them out in the garbage heap again. So, you know, it's funny you say that. I always forget the bag. And then I'm at the cashier and we've checked some items in. She goes, are, are you bringing your own bag or would you like bags? And I, oh, I got to go to the car and I can go to the car. It's probably only a five minutes there and back, but then I'm leaving the cashier with the person behind me in line. What do I do? Mm -hmm. 
you know, I run out, oh, oh, it's raining, you know, just all those decisions, all those financial decisions that you're making all the time. People love the convenience of drive throughs but those are financial decisions. Why not have an extra coffee at home? Why are you going out to Tim's to get your drive through Oh, because I'll, I'll get a sandwich too. So suddenly that $2 coffee is no longer $2, it's $8 or $10. How many subscriptions you are now? <laughs> We, with, with the movies, we have all of them. Well, not all of them. The, I guess the big four or five. I'm Netflix, Amazon, Disney. Okay. What, do you, what else do you have? We have Crave, Prime, well, Prime yep. and yeah, so I guess we've got the four. Yep. Well, plus at the cottage, we have Satellite, which is just useless. I'm beginning to think Satellite's useless now. Yeah, I have two satellite at my home and my cottage, and I don't know why I have them. I get I never watch satellite I, I, at the cottage every now and again when the internet's bad and I have to watch the hockey game. It's nice to get CBC up there, but that's about it. So financial decisions. What about investing decisions? You know, the odd time you might want to go and buy a stock. You may want to buy it for fun. Should I, you know, should I sell something that I already own or should I put new money in? Uh, or should I take that money that I have in my bank account and I, should I apply that to some debt that I have? Maybe, you know, in my case, maybe I put it towards the mortgage. Maybe it's only $2,000, but maybe that'll help reduce my mortgage payment. Financial decisions. As much as we would love to avoid making financial decisions, you have to figure out a method for making those decisions. And you can't fool yourself either. It was funny. I was talking with a good client I have and... Uh... We were talking about doing RSP contributions, and she went and said, well, I'll, I'll hold off and I'll move from my open account. And then I all said, well, then you're not really saving, are you? And she went and she said, okay, you're calling me out on it, <laughs> right? And it's one of those things. People think, well, I'll just move that RSP over from my open account, and then I've done my RSPs. And in the back of the mind, they're thinking, I've, I've saved my RSP. No, you haven't saved your RSP. Now you've just done a transfer between accounts. So it's very easy to fool yourself uh, because you want to fool yourself too because it gives you more cash flow to spend. It's more fun. But the truth is if you want to save, it's got to come from your fun money that you do to spend on other things that you enjoy. That's the reality of what savings is. Yeah. How is it going teaching your kids to make all these financial decisions? How's that working out? Uh, I'll, I'll tell you once I give my son that $3,000 bill to fix the truck. <laughs> You think he's going to take that out of his McDonald's savings? I'm not sure. It's a lot of McDonald's shifts to pay for that. I, I guess the thing is, is, you know, in life, we have these decisions to make. I find, you know, I'm having to make decisions for clients or help them with decisions. I'm having to make decisions for myself and my wife, having to help my kids with decisions. Daughter Georgia came to me today. She's getting a raise. She doesn't think it's enough. And, you know, she's, and so I said, well, do your research, present your case and go back to your boss and say, I, I appreciate the raise, but you're yeah, promoting me. Plus you're giving me a standard of living raise. There's good websites out there that give you what you deserve now too. There's a bunch of them that are available for you to do research on these positions. You know, it, it's funny. I was just even thinking, you know, I'm a bit envious because you made that uh, electric car decision at the right time. And now we all want electric cars and there's none available. We can't get any. You right? can't get any. You'd yeah. have to wait a year, two years. Yeah. So every time I, I go anywhere, it costs me $150 in gas and uh, there's nothing you can do about it because of the wait. So, you know, some of those decisions in hindsight were a great decision. God, it was a great decision. Two years ago to move to electric, who would have known? But 
it happened. The funny thing is there's still a lot of haters out there. They, they don't want to believe it. They have every excuse in the book as to why the electric cart or sorry, the electric car is not going to work. Yeah. It's a bit like just driving a golf cart. It just, it's great. It's just so easy. I don't have to think about gas stations. That's so nice in my life. The funny thing is, uh, when we, the, after these podcasts, we sometimes get responses. The most response that we've ever got is over electric cars and people that don't like electric cars. And of course, we're finance. We can talk on finance all day. No one ever complains as soon as you bring up electric uh, car. You get a list of complainers. So let's talk about rules. What do you think some good rules are about how to make all these financial decisions work? The best thing you can do is have a preset savings plan. And from there, it really controls everything else. It's a top-down approach that really works. Rather than decide how much you're going to spend, which is very onerous and very painful, just decide how much you're going to save. And then whatever's left over is for spending. And then you don't have to worry about the tight budgets. You don't have to worry about it because you'll naturally be controlled by your cash flow. So that's the one thing you can do, which makes your life very easy. You don't have to go, you don't have to go and keep budget programs. You don't have to keep all this. You know how much money you have. You know when you're becoming short of money. When you're becoming short of money, you ease off your spending. But you got to make sure you have that savings plan in place. So, you know, if you're making $100,000 a year, you want to save 20%. That $20,000 is set up or whatever it is on a monthly basis beforehand. And then you don't have to think about, you don't have to think about budgeting anymore. So you can decide based on what's left over, whether you can go to Subway or you have to go to Tim Hortons or you got to make your own lunch. Yeah. If you're getting tight, you'll start to make your own lunch. You have your savings plan. All of a sudden things are getting tight. You'll start to automatically adjust your budget to compensate for that. It's interesting. Since I graduated from university, I've had an American Express card. And the advantage to the American Express card, and it's not a promotion for American Express, but its biggest advantage is I had to pay it every month. So if I happen to put $3,000 on it one month, I had to pay it. I didn't have a choice because the, the rates just go through the roof. So you learn to budget and then you throw that in with the automatic savings plan then you can learn how much you can afford. So my Ingrid will often say to me, well, can we afford it? Yeah, we can afford this. Can we afford that? No, we can't, we can't afford that. When I was uh, young, I was probably in my early 20s, I made a mistake of trying to buy a suit I couldn't afford. And I always remember I put it on my credit card. I didn't have the money to pay it off. And it lasted for, I think, two years because once you get in that road, it's very hard to get out of. And I think I was trying to impress a girlfriend by buying a nice suit and turned up put me in debt for two years. So I learned my lesson after that. I just, I, I prefer, I prefer debit cards than credit cards. I, I'm okay with credit cards because it, it's pretty easy to just pay them off all the time. But I find when people have financial difficulty, the first thing I say, move from a credit card to a debit card. So get a specific set of rules. Remember when I was about 18 years old, my father told me that I should go up to the cottage and spend a few days with just myself and come up with some rules. And so I, I did that. And, you know, I didn't know what he was talking about, but I came up with some rules on just things I stood for. And, um, you know, it was easier said than done when you're 18 years old. You know, you, you think you're, you know, you're, I don't know whether you're going to be the next prime minister or whatever, but, um, but, 
it allowed you to come up with some rules as to what you believed in. Where do you stand with respect to religion? Where do you stand with respect to alcohol, drugs, you name it? You make some of those decisions. You can change those decisions over the course of your lifetime, but you've at least got a starting point. And the same true with finances. Come up with some basic rules for yourself. That brings us to the end of another week. This is Rob and Mike with Think Smart from the McClellan Financial Group of Asante Capital Management, reminding you to live the life that makes you happy. listening to the McClellan Financial Group of Asante Capital Management Limited. Asante Capital Management Limited is a member of the Canadian Investor Protection Fund and the Investment Industry Regulatory Organization of Canada. Insurance products and services are provided through Asante Estate and Insurance Services Incorporated. This material is provided for general information and is subject to change without notice. Every effort has been made to compile this material from reliable sources. However, no warranty can be made as to its accuracy or completeness. Before acting on any of the previous information, please make sure to see a professional advisor for individual financial advice based on your personal circumstances. The opinions expressed are those of the authors and not necessarily those of Asante Capital Management Limited.